Welcome to Part 2 of The New Yorker's Double Issue for August 13th and 20th, 2012. There are six articles this week. In the talk of the town, Mike Peed reports on how the Waldorf Astoria is offering an amnesty program for stolen goods. Next, Atul Gawande has an in-depth article examining whether hospitals should be run more like chain restaurants. Then, a short story by Justin Taylor, author of The Gospel of Anarchy. After that, in Shouts and Murmurs, Bob Odenkirk profiles an artist who's done nothing. And in the current cinema, David Demby reviews the latest installment in the Bourne series, The Bourne Legacy, starring Jeremy Renner, and Spike Lee's new film, Red Hook Summer. But first, it's the financial page. In Downsizing Supersize, James Sirwicky takes stock of Mayor Bloomberg's soda war. In an era of political polarization, Michael Bloomberg has the rare ability to come up with policies that enrage everyone. His latest pet project, banning large sodas as a way of fighting obesity in New York, has been ridiculed by both John Stewart and John Boehner. And a recent Board of Health hearing on the plan saw Democratic and Republican politicians alike lining up to attack the idea, which would prohibit restaurants, delis, sports arenas, movie theaters, and food carts from selling any soft drinks larger than 16 ounces. Critics dismissed the ban as yet another expression of Bloomberg's nanny state mentality and as a feel-good placebo that's doomed to fail. They're right that the ban is blatantly paternalist, but that doesn't mean it won't work. It's true that the ban will be easy to circumvent. If you want to drink 32 ounces, you can just buy two 16-ounce servings. But Bloomberg's proposal makes clever use of what economists call default bias. If you offer a choice in which one option is seen as a default, most people go for that default option. People who are automatically enrolled in a retirement plan, for instance, are more likely to stay with their original plan than those who choose plans for themselves. In countries where people have to choose to be an organ donor, most people aren't donors. In countries where people have to actively say they don't want to be an organ donor, most are donors. The soda ban makes 16 ounces or less the default option for soda drinkers. If they want more, they'll have to make an extra effort. An executive at the American Beverage Association has dismissed the plan, saying that 150 years of research finds that people consume what they want. Actually, the research shows that what people want has a lot to do with how choices are framed. In one well-known study, researchers put a bowl of M&Ms on the concierge desk of an apartment building with a scoop attached and a sign below that said,